Attention students, the Jabroni University Network is now in session. Please make your way to class. You jabronis hit the jackpot! <laughs> Welcome to the Schoolboy Roundup. We've got a full house today because everybody's super excited about wrestling this week. Um, I am kid wrestler Drew Kistler. I'm joined by Handsome Dan. Hello. Daniel Salarzno. And of course, the incomparable. And I mean that because if you listen to the draft podcast, I can't comprehend this guy anymore. Andy (laughs) J. Liner. Welcome to the show, fellas. Yeah, what's up? They call me Uncle Jesse in the streets. Yeah, because you're a ripper. Yeah, and this is a full house. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm more of a Barry and the Rippers type of guy. That's when that band actually got good. <laughs> Man, remember Viper? <laughs> that dude could fucking shred. Oh, I thought you were talking about the car alarm protected by Viper. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine trying to break into someone's car and just like, halt, get get back 20 paces or the alarm will go off. Protected by Viper. You know, late 90s, early 2000 alarms were just insane. They were. Imagine, imagine uh, being able to not be scared by the Viper voice and then you break into the car and the alarm starts going off and then there's a fucking club on, on the steering wheel. <laughs> it's kind of like war games, right? With their alarm. Yeah. Boom. Yeah. Boom. <laughs> war All right. Games. Yeah. Let's start there. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Shit. War games is really good. And like a Dodge on, Viper, huh? that motherfucker was just pedaled to the metal the entire time, and it was amazing. It didn't let up. There was no point that I was like, oh, I can go take a shit during this match. That never happened. <laughs> oh, no. It James was, uh... called this, old Jabroni James called the women's war games the best women's match he has ever seen. Yeah, it's definitely top three. <laughs> I, when, uh, when, when the show started... I I distinctly was like, oh man, I hope they start off with women's war games. Like like I I that was what I wanted to see the most, and it kicked off a goddamn hell of a show. Uh, really really surprising things happened during that match. Uh, that, yeah. that Dakota Kai heel turn. <laughs> I was just like, whoa, this match is gonna get <laughs> wacky. And Shayna Baszler the whole time is like, this is agreeable to me. <laughs> yeah, I know. I loved her just in the cage. Like, she's just like, yeah, do that. Do that. <laughs> um, man. And, yeah, you know, I was shouts texting to Wes who... Uh, yeah, I was going to say, shouts to buddies. Wes. I was like, yeah, yeah. If this, if this is the... If this is the opener, because I was really expecting that the main event, I was like, if this is the owner opener, just imagine what they have for that men's one. Like, and then we got to see what they have, but go ahead, Andy. Yeah. I was going to say the women's one, uh, Wes said this and he's so spot on, um, the Dakota Kai turn. Um, we're about to get the women's version of Gargano versus Ciampa. Yeah. And it's going to be so glorious. Like I can't wait for, for that feud. What this, what the women's match did so well is it set up multiple storylines, which has been, my my small, very, very minuscule issue with NXT is I've felt that they haven't set up a ton of stories. It's just been wrestling, wrestling, wrestling. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And uh, they really went a long way to set up a lot of different feuds and stories um, within just that first match. And you know what I love, too, is there's no belt there. Like, for so long, like, the, like the women just get you get one match and it's the one with the belt no more <laughs> and i like that this is this one's just gonna be a blood feud hell yeah yeah 
Uh, what what other what other matches were there on on that card? Because it was it wasn't a whole bunch, but like it was it was all good. I just, I, I'm like I got my brain wrapped around war games right now, and I'm trying to remember what other matches <laughs> happened. So after that, I think was we did did we go right into Balor, Balor and Riddle? I yeah, uh, I think it was Balor and Riddle. Okay, and then there was the also the triple threat. With uh, for the number one contender, it was done. Oh, yeah. uh, uh, Damian Priest, Priest and who else? <laughs> there, there was there was uh, Killian Dane. Killian Dane, yes. That that match that match was a. Uh, I bet that <laughs> I love I love when they uh, when you get to see Killian Dane do his thing because uh, that that guy is that guy is a, a beast. Oh, absolutely. So, yeah, no. Was... And uh, this this one made me a bigger fan of uh, Damian Priest. Um, there was a lot of people that were hot on him for whatever reason. He just wasn't resonating with me. Um, this match really kind of took me to the next level with him, and I can see where his where he can be a star go forward. I, re- yeah, I really to be... really enjoyed him. Yeah, to be honest, that's the way I felt when he was Punishment Martinez. Like, I was like, all right, this guy has, you know, he's he's got something, but it's just not there yet. Like, he wasn't, like, he didn't really connect with me a whole lot in ROH. So, when he came in, I wasn't really excited. But the, the this, mo- uh, this, this whole, I mean, is kind of hokey as it is. Like, I love this whole Archer thing. Like, I love that when he shoots the screen and it spreads out in the fire. Like, I actually think that's pretty cool. Um, and like, I just, I, I think he's finally get, like, he's ready to go to that next step now. The, and this, that match just proved it. The, the moment he connected with me was, uh, on, on that one pin where he just, just out of nowhere, just kicked Pete Dunn right in the fucking face to break up that pin. And it, yes. it was so fast and his legs were just like so long. I was like, <laughs> all right, this guy, all right, I, I, I get it now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they were just like, "Hey, Damien, watch Jennifer Lawrence in Hunger Games and do that." <laughs> <laughs> and it's working, man. I, I really enjoyed it. But Pete Dunne, I kind of—it's like the one match that I kind of had kind of pegged down in my head. And the only reason is because I was thinking Pete Dunne versus Adam Cole was the match that you want to have at Survivor Series, and we'll get to that later. Yeah, yeah, that I, that one was kind of telltale. I do, I yeah. do think so too. So. Yeah, but but first that Riddle Balor match was so damn fun. Oh, it was yeah, it is exactly what you expected out of it. <laughs> yeah, like uh, it's good to have it's good to have like the Prince back with a you know a little bit of edge, doing and, some uh, finger guns. They need, now. To, they need to expand yeah. on this. Yeah, yeah. Which which people hate when Kenny Omega does it, but whatever. Um, <laughs> they do. A lot of people do. Yeah. Yeah. Well, a lot of people can shut up. <laughs> they sure can. Yeah. Only I can complain about Kenny Omega. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Uh, do you, if you didn't watch Being the Elite, just him, him and uh, Michael oh, Nakazawa, not- uh, yeah. him, him just dipping cookies into uh, fucking Nutella, <laughs> just being, yeah. just being sad was, was like. Just, so funny. To I was me. like, "Is that salsa?" He's like, you want to fight me? What do you want? You want to fight me? <laughs> so funny. I'm oh, so man. glad you were here for me to come up with these great ideas. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, I love this Omega. I know some people don't vibe with it, but I think he's amazing. But yeah, I, like, I think it's fun, but it needs to be translated to the TV show. Yeah, it, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. And we said this last week. It's like you use your TV time for use your TV time for TV. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. But back to the Balor guns. The thing that I think that they need to do at NXT, and you know, having undisputed is great, and it's great to have them as a faction. However, if you're gonna have Balor come back, is what he's coming back. I don't think that he should ride solo. I think. He should do similar to what Jericho did in AEW and recruit his own team and put it together um, because I think that's going to help elevate uh, him overall. You know what I'm saying? Who would, yeah. you, who would you like to see in a uh, in a Balor-led yeah. faction? 
to go to go against um, undisputed. See, the thing is, it would it's it's interesting because it's almost like undisputed would need to be like the good bad guys, and then Balor would need to be like the bad bad guy. The people to put with him that's that's kind of the tough part of of who you stick with him. Maybe Dijakovic um, would be one of them. Yeah, um, hey, I, yeah, he'd he'd be a good. I mean, he's I I, I, I think, think he's like not like. A, a thing enough to where they could be like, okay, let's have let's have you on as as the heater. Like he'd he'd be a good heater if they you know, you know, uh, d- developed him w- whichever right way. You know, you, you get a real Jake Jake Hager type into the uh, full. Yeah. yeah, you know what? Yeah. Let's just let's just do this exactly like Jericho's, <laughs> exactly li- like the inner circle, and just so you know. who, who would the tag team be? Because they don't really do tag teams on NXT, really. Yeah, that's uh. I, I mean maybe maybe you get in some new blood, uh, you know like I, I don't know if they have any uh, tag teams in the, in the wings waiting waiting to come up or whatever. But mm-hmm. yeah, I think uh, well they do do it. It's just the last two tag teams have been stolen from or besides undisputed era, the other two tag team champions were taken as they still had the belt. So yeah, I'm just um, saying right now they really yeah. Don't, you um, know? I mean, you got the Forgotten Sons. Uh, they just don't feel like they fit. Uh, no, I feel like it needs to be I two think, people you know, we're not even thinking of. I think, I think like a a Euro, like almost like this Euro trash type of thing would be fun. So if like mm-hmm. he got like like maybe somebody like uh, uh, uh I, oh, like, dude, I get Angel, Angel Garza so. for the uh, for for the Sammy so Guevara, the oh, Sammy Guevara type. Sammy Guevara. Yes, I'm, I'm, just, I'm doing I'm doing Jericho's yeah. faction exactly. Like. I need a young Hispanic guy. <laughs> so we oh, need a man. Hispanic tag team then. <laughs> uh, looks like it looks like they're. You know what? Let's put together uh, uh, some of those people that are up on Raw or SmackDown that aren't really doing much. Let's bring them back down. You know what? Um, let's let's go ahead and say the. Uh, since you know, uh, let's just go ahead and say the Usos ban from from them being bad boys are is over, and let's just bring the Usos over because they're kind of like oh, you know what, you know, super into that. So yeah. super I, into that. I, I'm super into that too. But if we want to cast a more a more likely scenario, because the the Usos <laughs> draw too hard to to throw them on the NXT, yeah. I'd say give them the revival. And they and they fill that 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 That'd role the cool. same the same way as LAX and like get get them over there and fucking like yeah. and have have that be your tag team and ooh yeah this is this is shaping up guys <laughs> you know you know what I'd like to see we got something good you know what better What's than that? that and because also I think revival is on on a different level two people that could benefit from not only coming back down but also being teamed up together and being on a team just in general, Apollo Crews and Tozawa need to be the tag team. <laughs> That's fucking random. That's Dude, they, they were partners. They were partners in Dragon Gate and shit, and they were awesome. I, I mean, I, I oh, believe it. it Apollo Crews feel... is really fucking good, and I love Akira Tozawa, so. Yeah. I think, I think those two, if they, if they were to, like, start getting some matching gear and just kind of Almost like the bar did, where they just evolved into the super. I think they could be a real hot team. They just can't so be Tazawa say... and, and Cruz. They have to have like a name. No. <laughs> well, okay, how, how about instead of Dijak, how about Damian Priest? Yeah, I kind of like Dijak better. Well, yeah, I mean, who the hell don't? <laughs> I so no, I mean, I, think I mean, as bring... a fit in that, I think Damian Priest has more of the lone wolf thing going on. You put Cesaro with somebody else, and you make that the tag team. <laughs> yeah, Cesaro fits perfectly. You, you know what? Balor. What's Chris Hero doing? Bring back the Kings of Wrestling. There you go. I don't mind that. Or uh, I'm sorry, Cassisona. <laughs> yeah, like granted, we just went on a tangent, but either way. He needs to have some people with him to take him up to that next level, and it's time to let Riddle. I think Riddle's one of the few guys that I would say I'd love to take him and put him to Raw or SmackDown. There's a lot of people 
I would say, need to come back to NXT. Um, mm-hmm. But Riddle, I think, is ready to go to Raw or SmackDown. I, th- I just think he fits on that main stage. Oh, I think so, too. Um, I just don't want to see him go. I mean, especially now that it's like a lateral move. <laughs> yeah, no, I hear it's you. But at the same time, it's like, <laughs> I, I just think, I, th- I think he's somebody that, that Vince can't ruin. Yeah. You know, so. Um, well, you, yeah, that you underestimate 30 year, thirty plus years of experience, man. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah that, that is true. That is true. Somewhere um, in a dark corner somewhere, Vince just went, challenge accepted. <laughs> <laughs> so what did we have next? Next we had the main event, right? And at this yeah. time it was like 8.30. And I was like, what? Because yes, it was dude, the it was last. Awesome. Yeah. It was so early. So, um, yeah. So we had, uh, what was the matchup, Drew? Uh, yada yada so yada we... kevin owens <laughs> like yes it's <laughs> wow yes. Chapa, Jai, Dijak, keith lee and kevin owens versus undisputed the undisputed era i mean and kevin owens was we only had three people in the cage and the music hit not you know what's funny i was thinking in my head man this would be so awesome it was ko but I've been thinking that since they debuted on USA. So yeah, I, I just like, thought you guys were like po- like posturing, like, oh, like Kevin Owens would be cool. I was just like, I didn't think Kevin Owens was going to fucking pop up. Oh, no, man. I mean, <laughs> I <laughs> actually, Wes predicted it. Um, he was like, man, how cool would it be if that I was like, yeah, too bad that's not going to happen. <laughs> and then it fucking happened. We we're like, holy shit. We all thought it was going to be Dream. Uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, that's my, my brain was going like, come on, I need, I need some dream. I mean, he's, he, he's, is he injured right now or something? Yeah, yes. he's injured. Uh, he's supposed to come back. He was supposed to be December and then now it's like early January. Okay. So, um, it could have made sense that he was a little ahead of schedule and, and he came back in that spot. But, uh, yeah, I read it was probably, it was likely going to be. Uh, early part of the new year, so yeah. I'm I mean, you don't, you don't want to have your comeback yeah. match be a hugely dangerous war games match, and <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. and you know, he's the type of dude who's like, uh, I shouldn't be doing this, but I am going to do it because I'm going to oh, put yeah. on the best show I can put on. So yeah, he well, would. He and would are the, you sure the, you uh, shouldn't? Because Champa basically did that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I do. Like, if Velveteen I, I were in that mix, he would have been like, "I'm also going off the top of that, <laughs> off the yeah. top of the cage into this." Yeah, <laughs> yeah Dr- Dream was definitely. He would have done the EO spot where they did it, or he would have done his uh, elbow yeah, drop. Right. Yeah, I, I like the uh, I like yeah. the idea of uh, Champa going through the tables through uh, through Adam Cole. One, two, elbow <laughs> drop out of nowhere <laughs> steals the victory. <laughs> which wouldn't make any sense because they're on the same team but uh the the table um obviously helps uh when you're that high up it doesn't hurt um but still i was thinking man you could compact everything when you fall from that kind of uh height and i'm like champa this doesn't make a whole lot of sense for you to be doing right now (laughs) but it was an awesome spot uh, you know um AEW's Britt Baker was very concerned about the whole situation too. Dude, that was wild. <laughs> do you, right? Do you, do you mean uh, you just mean Adam Cole's girlfriend, Britt Baker? <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> Still amazing that they showed her and like I guess Triple said, said, "Oh, we just found the most concerned person." You know, he was like, "Get that girl in the front row." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that uh, was yeah, that dude, was that. interesting. Is their first like acknowledgement, basically. Yeah, um, so it was cool. Yeah, the uh, then, geez, I was gonna say we are too, almost the... through, and we haven't even got to Survivor Series. I've learned more about Britt Baker seeing how concerned she was for Adam Cole than I have uh, on AEW. So, <laughs> good job NXT. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, uh, so she, now we know she's a dentist, and she has concern for Adam Cole. <laughs> you know who else is a dentist? Corey Graves. Oh, God. Uh, oh, I'm we'll glad you brought that up. No, no, no. Andy, Andy. Yeah. He's an asshole, not a dentist. You, you, you're, I think you're getting those confused. 
<laughs> well, no, Dave Meltzer put something on Twitter that says, uh, and you're a fucking dentist <laughs> to Corey Graves. <laughs> so I don't know what the deal was there. But Corey Graves called out Meltzer and said, you're a journalist in quotation marks or whatever. He he and called he called him a he straight up rope. called him a liar. He's like yeah. you such he's such no good liar. He's like you've got my phone number. Why don't you just do whatever? But I find that funny considering the fact that the whole thing that started that off was uh, Corey Graves, who clearly has fucking Moro Ronaldo's phone number, felt like he should take the fucking Twitter and be like, yeah. oh, you can get two other people, blah, 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 blah. And it's like, how do you take issue with Moro Ronaldo? You Don't know what I mean? Don't like, Moro, you know? Yeah. What and a, by the way, like, Moro dick. is the best. He is the best announcer in all of wrestling. And arguably, he's he's a top three. And all three. of three. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and arguably top three in all of, like, any sort of sports. So like, don't come at the dude that's like at the top of the, the chain that, you know, kind of already has some issues. I don't know. I didn't, I didn't vibe with that, even though I'm typically a Corey guy. So yeah, Frank Shamrock was like, some people just, you know, need to (laughs) be punched in the face. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I did see that. And it's, you know, we were talking about this shit last week, man. I was just like, Fuck wrestling Twitter, man. Like, like every like everyone just uses Twitter as a fucking platform to be like, her 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 her. It's like, I, you wouldn't say that shit to anyone's face in a million fucking years. Like that. That's what annoys me about it. Is you know like they they use it to start these like quote unquote fucking feuds, and it's like that. It, what a dumb thing to do because. You have you all work for these companies that manufacture fake feuds. So why are you trying to pick like real fights with fucking people? It's yeah, it's so fucking dumb to me. Like use use Twitter to be like, hey, I'm wrestling tonight, or blah 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 blah, or yeah, I shit my britches on SmackDown. Please retweet. You know, <laughs> like use it for what it was designed for. Not not to start say, fights with people. Yeah. I will say I like Randy Orton's Twitter game. Yeah, well, it it <laughs> fell flat. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, it did. Um, but you yeah, know what so I like? We, what's up? I was gonna say, you know what I like Randy Orton doing? Knowing that the he's N-word in a bullshit. Se- <laughs> no, no uh, <laughs> knowing that he's in a bullshit segment on Raw, so as he walks out, he just gives the jerk off hand motion. Oh my god, that was fantastic! <laughs> like. That dude, like he, like I, I heard about it and I went back and watched it and I was like, yeah, but that's totally Randy. Like Randy's just like, yeah, fuck this. Yep. <laughs> but, um, yeah. Uh, stop start. Start. Uh, by the way, stop starting Twitter beefs, everyone, please. God, yeah. just shut up. Yeah, start beefs. I agree with that. Start, start a podcast and then the say ring. fuck the internet wrestling community. Do that. Yes. Exactly. I was going to say, start beefs in the ring by stunning Seth Rollins. That's all you got to do. There you go. Um, yeah. I want to I wanna shout out. I don't know where we're at time-wise, but before we get well, out. Well, you know what? To... We're going to go a little bit over because we have to cover Survivor Series. Yeah, this is almost Uh-oh. like an episode of Jabroni University in, yeah. in a way. I mean, <laughs> it'll be a mixture. Uh, we got to go a little long here because – Survivor Series needs to be talked about. There's a lot of good stuff and important stuff that happened at Survivor Series. So, um, one, you know what, WWE, screw you for making tag team wrestling a pre-show match. I don't appreciate the disrespect that you show to the craft of tag team wrestling, especially Um, when you have some of the best wrestlers on the planet on your roster. Do better. I I will say... I'm actually happy that was because it was such like this the mass amount of people I was like this is too much. Yeah, it was <laughs> like uh, I think I think if anything the match disrespected tag team wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> I I I think uh, they really. I'm not talking about probably what you're talking about then. You're not talking about the elimination match. No, he he's talking he's talking about no. New Day versus uh, yeah. uh, Undisputed versus Undisputed uh, Viking Raiders. Oh, that yeah, yes. yeah, 
Yes, that's what I'm talking about. The other one, yeah, absolutely put it on the pre-show. But <laughs> to those guys, to, I don't know. I didn't like the disrespect that, to me, I view it as disrespectful when you got three different tag team champs that are, should all be elevated. You're talking about one tag team match, you know? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Like, so, uh, so Andy, fire fire off a uh, fire off a statistic at me. Out of all of the uh, out of all the five star matches that that have been ranked, how many of them were triple th- threat matches? Uh, one. Okay, and that was out of how many matches? A lot. Yeah. It, it, <laughs> uh, so, I think the thing that they uh, failed to take into account is by by virtue of how they set everything up, everything was going to be triple threat matches. And right. it takes extremely skilled people to make triple threat matches not be a giant fucking mess. And while all these people are skilled, you just, ha- like, threw them into a giant fucking mishmash of just, like... It, it was it was messy. And that that's just because you, know, you have three teams versus versus whatever you know like even even when you have these these tag situations where you've got five or six people on a side we've seen the survivor series matches that have been massively entertaining the uh the one what was like two or four years ago or whatever uh, uh when smackdown smackdown had james ellsworth as their mascot or whatever like that whole yeah. that whole men's survivor series was fucking amazing like really, really good stuff. So I think they just—I think they didn't. I think they were like, you know what? Fuck it. It'll let's let's do it, and it'll work. And everyone like worked out these spots, but it was just so damn messy. Also, when Agreed. you have, well, also when you have three people in the ring, but it's like a tag match, and you're like trying to adhere. It's. It's uh, God. It, it's it's gonna be a fucking mess because it's you're you know sometimes it's just gonna be like okay we're just gonna not fucking observe the rules right now or yeah. whatever. Well, and, a, you know a triple threat works best when it's actually like a triple threat. It's it what, but they the problem is they get into the, all these formulas all the time and that was kind of the problem with the the main event was it was like all right let's let's get this person out for a while and then we're gonna go at it. Like it to me, it works best when it's the three of them just going crazy, um, and unfortunately, they just a lot of times those matches fall into that. Like, you know, like the the five star match you were talking about, that match was just <laughs> those three going crazy the whole time. So yeah, like that. Um, that's the thing. There was just no yeah. no wasted motion, no nothing, and it's like that's yeah. and the, the, the WWE had- norm for a triple threat match is immediately get someone out of the way. So there's just yeah. two people fucking working. Yeah, exactly. And I don't know if that's because it's just easier to uh, be like until okay, there's a pinfall. We... Yeah, I mean, if it it's probably easier to work that way, but I would make the argument that taking a lazier path is lazy. Huh? I I mean I don't know. That's that that that's just me. I'm not I'm not a wrestler, so I I I'm just I'm spitballing here. Yeah. No, I was just I I, I agree. It was just a funny sentence. <laughs> yeah, true, you true. know, in my no, opinion, get, taking a lazier path is lazy. Huh? <laughs> never thought that. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, Survivor Series is very good, man. Uh, I I like that. Uh, I like that. You know, NXT obviously they got the. They got to push a little bit. Um, I'm always happy that you know that Rhea is getting pushed to the moon. They made a lot of people look good, like uh, Keith Lee. Like you know, their the job of this Survivor Series was to get people to go, oh, there's this thing on Wednesday nights. Let me check this out. And you know, I think it did a great job at that. I had so, I have to wonder that if you aren't a big NXT fan if that uh, Survivor Series kind of sucked. Well, I don't I don't know how many people are not big fans because of the product. I think they're just not big fans cuz they just don't know. Okay. So like now now that I they have Yeah. Yeah, now that they have like a little bit and they kind of get like, 
oh, okay, this is that big dude that, you know, he's this big monster that can do fucking crazy shit. I'm going to, that that Keith Lee guy, I'm going to I'm gonna get him, yeah. So they kind of like, you know, they're not coming in cold. They kind of have an idea of who these people are now. So, I, you know, to me, I think that's the case with NXT. I don't think people are really hating on the style as much as they are the, you know, just the unknown. Uh, your wild speculation yeah, think- is absolutely acceptable to me. Yeah. I, here, here's my opinion. There's two probably thoughts on it. Um, one, people annoyed with the fact that these people that they view as the minor league guys are the ones that the Chicago crowd is cheering when their favorites, like, you know, the, the people that would not like it, their favorites like Seth Rollins and Roman Reigns. Oh, that crowd and, was dog shit at times, man. Yeah, but their favorites are are not picking up the victories and there's some random smaller people that are getting the event, you know, the advantages, but yeah. then there's the other portion that looks at this as like, Holy crap. Who are these people? The two people that I think their star rose the most over the weekend were Keith Lee and Rhea Ripley. So, Oh yeah, uh, absolutely. Yeah. And I, I think people viewed them as like, you don't think Adam Cole, uh, no, because I think Adam Cole was already like Adam Cole was way more known. Uh, that crowd uh, was so asleep for that, yeah. for that match. They, they've they've uh, been yeah. giving Adam Annoyed Cole's shine for about a month. Yeah, now. exactly. Where versus like Keith Lee and okay. Rhea Ripley, people okay. really yeah, I, didn't okay. know about them yet. Yeah, gotcha. So, um, I th- I think they really, and then the other one that really benefited the most is obviously Shayna Baszler. Because she's the other one that I think will either go to Raw or SmackDown at some point soon, even though they're denying it. I still believe that she will at some point because your roster is so loaded at the NXT level and Raw and SmackDown need more help. And, you know, she's definitely, you know, what they wanted Ronda to be more long term. So you bring Shane up and then all of a sudden you got just amazing matches on the horizon with Shayna and Becky and Charlotte and Bailey and Sasha and Asuka. And, you know, now you have a, a more uh, diverse, you know, talented, uh, you know, women's roster on Raw and SmackDown, which is important. So, um, yeah, that, that match was super important um, for kind of the trajectory of women's wrestling on Raw and SmackDown to me. Yeah. Oh, and you know, thinking thinking of Shayna right now, I just got to go back to the War Games. Uh, Kaylee Ray pretending to get the table and then not doing it was so fucking good. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> uh, I was laughing oh, so hard yeah. at that. I, I mean that that cr- it, it annoys it annoys me when crowds get mad when they're like get where they're like we want tables and then they don't get tables and they're like it's like fuck you you just got an amazing match that didn't have any fucking tables in it go fuck yourself and yeah. like yeah I get it it's at the moment but like sometimes it's just like man I hate I hate some of these crowds sometimes <laughs> yeah I mean sometimes I have issue like I really enjoy the the AEW crowd for instance because. I don't feel that the AEW crowd is making it about themselves. And sometimes the NXT crowd, while I like them and while I've been a part of that crowd, um, sometimes they really are just trying to make it about themselves, in my opinion, Um, versus like AEW, they're just out there having a good time. Yeah, fucking bright-shirted, green-shirt-wearing asshole fucking springs to mind to me. Yeah. (laughs) But like... You know what I'm saying? Like, and this happened at TN. This happens in smaller venues where they come up with chance, and, you know, a lot of it is very good, but sometimes it's like it's overdone. You yeah. Know? So, um, no, I agree. I mean, yeah, that's, I that's the problem with like, you know, like that full cell crowd is, yeah, a lot of times it, it <clears throat> I, I think like what's good about it is it, they know what to do. But what sometimes is they just get bored and then they just start, like you said, getting themselves over instead of the match, and that's the problem. Right. So. Yeah, like when Bailey was down there, sometimes, you know, the song was very cool, but sometimes it would be so much that she couldn't get out of promo. And I'm yeah. like, you guys got to chill, man. She's yep. clearly trying to cut a promo and and work on, you know, her craft, and you're not letting her – 
because um, you view it as a good thing, but really you're just making it about yourself. But yep. I don't know. But I, I thought the Chicago crowd was fantastic for um, war games, and they were just so-so for Survivor Series. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, yeah. weren't they like chanting boring during the main event and stuff like that? Yes, yeah. <sighs> Fuck that crowd. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I also heard that there was a this awful chant, which is fucking ridiculous. So Does the ridiculous. entire so, crowd of Chicago have a Twitter that I can attack them on? <laughs> they should. I, they I guess they should. CM Punk. I was very, I, again, still really aggravated with CM Punk chants were not necessary. I don't no. like them in general, but like, yeah. you don't need to be dropping CM Punk chants during a super entertaining match. You know? I don't think you need to be doing it at all. <laughs> you don't. You don't. But I'm saying they were doing it during like freaking Cole and um, Pete Dunn. And yeah. I was like, what are you doing? Like, stop it. You know? Um, yeah. That, like, that really annoys me. Especially with like, to me, the CM Chunk. Ch- uh, CM Punk chant means. Oh, wow. <laughs> CM Chunk. <laughs> CM Chunk. It's my. Uh, it's my uh, name you when I go on uh, uh, oh, message yeah. boards. Yeah. Um, it's your tender name. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so the uh, like to me that that chant basically is a reflective of we don't like what what we're seeing right now. We'd rather have CM. Yeah, like, I agree. And like for you but to it, do it, that, it, versus it, Adam, honestly, like, Adam Cole zero to do with CM like, Punk. Yeah. The Adam Cole Pete Dunn match was definitely not the match to do that in. Like that match was no. fucking awesome. Well, yeah, yeah, and it's I always feel like the CM Punk chant is like basically just being like, "Oh my God, stop putting on a shitty show!" And like there wasn't like for there was no the most part, that. there was no reason to be to, to to be chanting that. You know what I mean? Like right, the crowd was just yeah. being dicks. Yeah, not that I love the, you know, Eddie's son and his uncle Ray versus Brock, but, uh, you know, um, that would have been a more appropriate match to, you know, chant that versus, you know, seeing freaking Adam Cole and Pete Dunne tear the house down. I don't know. I yeah. I lost focus after Cole and Dunne because that was really like what I what I came for. And I mean, (laughs) which is, uh, I mean like the, uh, I caught snatches of, uh, like Brian, Brian and the, and the fiend and like, Oh my God, stop it with the red light. Yeah. That that's, uh, you know, really, (laughs) I, I thought for sure, like after the first couple of times where it was universally agreed upon that the red lights were fucking dumb, that they'd stop doing that. Yeah. You think it's, it's really bad. (laughs) <laughs> but I gotta say, like uh, a Bryant, Bryant again got a really good match out of out of Bray. So, um, I, I, you know, the the match if you know if it wasn't for that fucking red light, I think it would have been a pretty good match. It's hard to tell. Now, yeah. Honestly, it's really hard to tell with the red light. Like it was just, and there was chance of uh, like something like turn the lights up or something like that. Yeah. Um, you know which. I completely See, there you understand. go. That, that's that's fine. That's a chant I can get behind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, that's we told, we told you this shit. We told you this yeah. shit already. And I can get behind a Goldberg chant when Riddle steps into the ring. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, my goodness. Absolutely. Riddle, Matthew Riddle, when Ciampa did his little move and Ciampa was patting himself on the back and Riddle looked at the camera and clapped and patted himself on the back... <laughs> oh man and I, I loved it it, it, was, it was so good it made my baby start coughing <laughs> <laughs> that's because that's because that's uh, that, that baby thinking of Matt Riddle just took a big rip off a bong so um, yeah <laughs> also didn't know how much I needed Matt Riddle versus Shorty G actually no uh, I'm sorry Chad Gable yeah. I will not Chad call him Shorty Gable. G yeah thank you but, <sighs> Uh, I, the the best part about this for me is uh, I again get to divest myself from what's going on on the main roster. Uh, Survivor Series 
really culminated for me, and now it's good because I can just focus back on NXT because I really don't give a shit about what's going on in the main roster. That's why I basically <laughs> like shut. Yeah, I basically switched off after whatever. And and you and you know it's you know it's how I feel about it because it's I. If I start to get sucked back in that hole, then I'm just being like, oh, God, here's all these things that I hate about wrestling. And I don't like (laughs) hating on wrestling. I like loving on wrestling. So, you know, it's, you know, uh, with WWE, I'm just going to be switching off, just going right back to NXT. And I don't have to hear about the fucking main roster. And I'm not going to I'm not going to care. I'm going to be happier for it. Amen. The main roster is NXT. So I don't know what you're talking about. My my apologies. (laughs) <laughs> absolutely correct you don't have to apologize to us just apologize yeah. to Masa Champa. <laughs> uh, I do want Daddy, to throw this one last thing Goldie's about, coming um, home yeah, yeah I, w- I want to throw this one last part about uh, just the Kevin Owens thing at NXT um, it was an incredible moment them not capitalizing on it and, and making me feel like Kevin Owens is coming back to NXT Kind of bummed me out a little bit. I'm not gonna lie to you. Well, you you never know, man. Uh, with this whole Seth thing, he could, uh, you know, be like, hey, you know what? Fuck this place. <laughs> uh well, I th- I think Seth and Kevin can be a uh, well, I, I it it can be a good feud. It, it's I just also like. Think- just re- remember when they cut that promo bef- before the uh, before Survivor the the Survivor Series match and they're like blah 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 blah. He's like, oh, remember the blah 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 blah. And all I could think about was the time that uh, Drew, you were like, people don't talk like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just, yeah, that's like they that's let like Kevin Owens promo. say whatever he wants to. Like, I don't wonder why they don't just let fucking Seth just fucking talk. It just, the yeah. talking points are just so dumb. But now he's a bad guy or something. Who the hell cares? Not me. Well, he's just he's just his Twitter persona on TV now. So, um, whatever. But uh, yeah, before we get out too, I wanna I wanna talk. Uh, did any of you watch the, the Stone Cold and Undertaker thing? Probably not. I assume. <laughs> nope. So, yeah, yeah. Sorry. No. Uh, it, it it was a it was a pretty good. Uh, um, I, I recommend maybe like the last twenty minutes because like. Obviously, the dude has such a long career, and like Stone—I mean, Stone Cold's a great interviewer, anyway. But he was just kind of getting through like how he got started and all this kind of stuff, so he didn't really get into the stories. But like in the last like ten, fifteen minutes, he started actually telling like the stories of like the whole spin a Rooney thing or the the take a Rooney and all that kind of stuff, and it got really fun. And it just he kind of was like, you know, this guy just has all these crazy stories because he was there for all of it. And it's just like, man, I, I really want to hear him. Just talk. And it was, it was cool to just hear like Tate and, you know, like Mark Calloway instead of like the undertaker, you know, like, he's just like, yeah, man, we were going yeah. down the road <laughs> and it wasn't, you know, there wasn't all like, well, I was going down. <laughs> so I, hey, I actually tell recommend, you about I think the time. it was, it was I ruined WrestleMania for the fans that went to Orlando and thought it was my last match. <laughs> yeah. He, they, they talk, he talks about that. He's like, I literally thought I was done. <laughs> yeah. Until that blood money came. It's, yeah. Yeah. And it just, it just goes uh, to show once again, that WWE are liars. They lie. They lied. And once you realize that they lie to your face all the time, that's that's when it uh, became really easy for me to be like, God, these people are fucking liars. Hey, <laughs> you know what? Yeah. So did being the elite. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was so good. Bushi from Lij does a spinneroonie, and Kevin Co- Kevin Kelly says Bushiroonie. <laughs> and I, I and I always forget that it's a thing that he does, and it's always a uh, pleasant surprise. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, uh, by the time people listen to this or this drops, um, it's real, it, do, real baby. Briefly, it is it's dropping immediately after after we fucking go off the air. Oh wow! We got okay. we got the power yeah. now. Yeah. I was I was gonna say we got tonight, or if you're listening later, um, you know a couple days ago, whatever. Um, we get slash got um, Chris Jericho uh, versus Scorpio Sky, which I'm incredibly excited for. 
I think Scorpio Sky is a big star that um, he's going to be that guy that kind of gets to the next level over at AEW, and uh, he's been awesome. And uh, I think we got a couple other really good things coming up. Um, MJF versus Hangman. And uh, just I'm excited for uh, the pre-Thanksgiving AEW show. I think so. Um, Absolutely. Oh, uh, let, uh, let me let, uh, let me just blast one more thing, and then I'm are we are we pretty much done here? Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, I I'm gonna bla- so. I'm gonna blast one more thing, and it's a uh, World Tag League scores. Uh, <laughs> the The World Tag League is uh, it's it's been pretty uh, it's been pretty fun. Um, just uh, I I love Toriano and Colt Cabana. <laughs> Uh, I, I'll, I'll just uh, read points really quick. Uh, top of the table with 12 points apiece. Juice and David Finley, uh, Ishii and Yoshihashi, Evil and Sonata. They all have 12 points. Uh, 10 points, Jeff Cobb, Mikey Nichols. That's a great tag team, by the way. Uh, with 8 points, uh, Yano and Cabana, uh, Tenzin and Kojima, uh, G.O.D. and uh, Suzuki and Archer. Uh, with six points, uh, Shingo Takagi and Terrible, uh, Togi Makabe and Honma, Kenta and Yujiro Takahashi, uh, those guys all have six. Uh, everyone else has four, except for Yuji Nagata and Manabu Nakanishi with two. I'm sad these old boys aren't getting a little bit more points, but I guess somebody's got to take these L's in this tournament, I guess. Yeah, it's 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 time. <laughs> Uh, you know, whatever. Yeah. Uh, Just a little housekeeping. Um, guys, we have our, uh, all the listeners, we have in probably about a month here, our jabronis, which are going to be, Drew is working hard on the sheet. Um, there's going to be some uh, additions and things like that with, uh, we're adding AEW to the mix and, and we'll just call it wrestling in general. Um, before we were just more, you know, NXT, WWE. Um, so I, I uh, if, if you would like to vote, uh, please reach out to us um, on Twitter or if you have our cell phones, whatever, um, and just let us know that you'd like uh, to vote on it and we will get you a copy over uh, what we're going to be uh, discussing for the jabronis. Yeah, absolutely. I I'd say uh or 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 New Japan really really any promotion there there was a lot of good gold to mine out of uh New Japan this year. I mean the the G1 climax was fucking incredible. Uh Yeah. So it, well, it's uh, I think it's probably going to be a little bit of a wider wider field today uh th- this year and I'm I'm really excited about it actually. Yeah, there's a uh, all things are open. It's just uh like we had a question before that was like our version of FMK but it was like fire whatever so i'm gonna adapt that to like maybe even like you know one person like if you were to if you could trade from an aew to a wwe or nxt like what oh, trade I would like you propose? and like yeah. you know that kind of stuff so it's not really like you know it's not like the nxt's best woman versus the wwe's best woman it's still going to be all best of that of, of everything but i just wanted to uh to like you know Put in some of those subcategories, the, the the fun questions, uh, just adapting to AEW a little bit more. So yeah, I mean, it could be who's getting a spark by going over to a different promotion. Um, exactly. Kind of similar to what a J.K. Gar or uh, a John Moxley did by going to AEW, um, but there's certainly reason to think that others could get a boost by going over to. Uh, you know NXT or or WWE yep. actually so yeah yeah so exactly but all right boys we did it we've schooled everybody and that was an extra big dose of school th- this week oh, too yeah and and you're getting this you're getting this episode uh, preemptively credit. because uh, Thanksgiving yes exactly. Exactly. I'm thankful for you, fellas. I'm well, thankful for Lance Archer. Uh, well. <laughs> you can change your choice, Andy. <laughs> I'm thankful for his former 
tag team partner, Shelton Benjamin. (laughs) (laughs) Who, spoiler alert, might be my pick for can he leave? (laughs) (laughs) Can he leave? I like that a lot. (laughs) Um, Who am I thankful for? You know, I'm thankful for Io Shirai. Okay. Yeah. That... I'm thankful for her walkout music, which is the best in the business right now. <laughs> I know. Dude, like, e- you know. Io Shirai. Oh, no, wait, that's not it. <laughs> the, uh, you know, generally music has no place, but, like, that opening to NXT a few weeks ago was pretty fucking cool. Like, just like, hey, we're just starting with a song, and then we're going right into the theme song. Like that, I thought that was pretty fun. Oh yeah, yeah, that, it was crazy because someone on yeah, somebody on Twitter was like uh, showing up to NXT, and me and a couple other buddies were like, "What wrestler is this?" It was the band. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a stable. They're a rock band. <laughs> yeah, I was so confused. I was They're like, really committed to the gimmick. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, Wes, what random wrestler that you know who this is is this? <laughs> Sweet. All right, gentlemen. That's yeah. it for this week. So, uh, I am Drew. They are Andy and Daniel. Have yourself a happy Thanksgiving. Goodbye. Bye, guys. See ya. I'll miss you. <laughs> Ha <laughs> ha